podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Tis that time of the season where we gather and give thanks. Some eat roasted ham hock, while some eat ballpark franks. But one thing we agree on, and this I can't deny, every last November Thursday, a turkey has to die. It's Bosco's Boys Podcast. We're coming off a piping hot Sunflower Showdown victory. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about mybookie.ag, guys. Um, We've been talking about it for a long time now. But we're going to tell you about it again. Um, They're the best place to place bets. If you're going to do any online betting, they've been in business for years. They have great reviews online. Their mobile site's super easy. When you win, they pay. Um, Up to 100% match. Still, I mean, folks, this isn't going to be around forever. If you haven't got on, you need to do it now. Use our code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, armchair. 100% match. It's not going to be around forever. Do it now. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck uh, without a 100% match. I mean, that's true. It's that's true. You can do in-game betting. They have the most rewarding player perks in the business. Uh, for the fantasy guys, you can bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player is going to score each game. Go use it. Yeah, go use it. Um, no beer at the pod this morning. Uh, just just there isn't. Um, recording this in the morning, like we said, uh, twenty-one seventeen. Cats. Before we start jumping into the re- uh, reviews. Anything you want to talk about of the build-up to the game? Anything before like the actual game started? <laughs> I, I have a couple uh, call-outs that I want to talk about with you before we dive too deep into this. Call-outs? Ooh, I'm not sure. Uh, it was really, really cold. I decided to go, despite talking shit on the game before and asking why anyone would ever want to go to a game like this. But I did go. It was really, really cold. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Hop yeah. on with your call-outs. Yeah, so j- just before we get into it, because as always, the way we're going to break this out, position by position, um, but something that I saw when I got into the stadium, as always, I get in about you know 45 minutes to an hour before because I like to watch a little bit of the warm-ups, and luckily for me, I was highballing it up in the uh, East Club, so I actually got to watch warm-ups from a temperature-controlled area. Um First call out during the game or warm ups, and this made me super nervous. KU's players were bopping around. They looked so pumped to be there. Our guys looked like they did not want to be there. Before they break down, they did the whole breakdown before they ran in. They did one, two, three, fuck K State. And it was so loud. I heard it from where I was saying on the East Club. I that moment I was like, it's over. Like <laughs> these guys, they want it so bad. And then when they came out and while the game was going on, every single K-State player was wearing one of those oversized coats. Not a single KU player was. They were so into the game. And K-State players didn't show any emotion until the game was over. It was almost like KU wanted to be playing, 
and they wanted to be up for the game, and K-State players were just relieved that they won that game. Um, it was shocking, and it's been like this for a couple years now, which is surprising because if the there's one thing you can say about Bill Snyder, it's that his teams usually get up for KU. They were not up for this game, and it was it was just surprising. It was very surprising. Um, nonetheless, got the win. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. It definitely felt like their energy took quite a bit of time to grow into the game. Um, I mean, the first half was just abysmal. So Yeah, I mean, 3 nothing was, at halftime. There half was time. nothing to wow. cheer about. And, you know, it was freezing cold. You're freaking 3-6. and six. You're going, it's the two bottom teams in the Big 12. But it is KU, so you would think that they would be more hyped for it. You know, going into the game, but I would think that they'd be more hyped for literally any game. Yeah, yeah. it was just, eh, but it is what it is. Let's move on. Let's talk about quarterbacks first. Um, you know, two things: Skylar Thompson. I did not. I granted, I was on the east side, so I w- didn't have a good look at the bench. I didn't see him at all. I didn't either. I didn't um, see him at so, all. Which and I was leads on me- second half. I was on the west side. First half, I was on the east side, sitting with Alan, just like screwing mm-hmm. around. But second, second half, I went back to my seats and. I, I didn't see him. And yeah, so I'm, that leads I've me got to a great view of him, the that, players. That so. leads me to believe it is concussion because if it's a concussion, you don't want them out in a bunch of loud noise, bright lights, et cetera. So that's bad. I, we may have seen the last of Skylar Thompson as a K-State Wildcat. Possibly, which is um, sad and depressing. It is but very sad, but we'll, we'll we don't know that. that for another day. Hopefully that won't turn out to be the case. The only other piece of quarterback housekeeping news, John Holcomb changes number once again. This time from three to nine, which led me to believe that he is the number two quarterback because they wanted to be sure he could play at the same time as Dalvin Warmack. So that's at least encouraging that he's probably the number two, not the number three guy like we were a little bit worried. I'd be shocked if we didn't see John Holcomb before the season's over with our injury luck that we had, our injury bad luck that we've had for the last – this year and the last several years. But And just, you know, our style of play – I would be shocked if we don't see John Holcomb. Um, I hope we do, especially with that red shirt. I mean, it doesn't matter. We might as well put him in and see what he can do. Put him in in a package like, well, I don't know. Our Wildcat package is pretty nice. It's working it well. So, But I'd like to see him. Toss well, him in the game. I, I agree. Um, we'll talk about Alex Elton now. He went 11-17, passing 126 yards, 16 attempts, 55 rushing yards with the game-winning touchdown. Uh, there wasn't a single designed quarterback run in the first half. Then there were 13 design quarterback runs in the second half. I mean, I think that tells you all you need to know yeah. about Delton's health. They tried to get by without yeah. uh, doing it. And, uh, you know, kid played a fine game. Um, still probably – I would like to have a better quarterback – to have better quarterback play. But he got the win. He showed some grit on that final touchdown. Um, and l- let's just say the kid is tough. Um, I don't know how many other quarterbacks in the nation would be playing – with a three and going into the game with the three and six record with everything that's ailing Alex Dalton, you can say a lot of negative things about Alex Dalton, but the one thing you can never question is how tough and his dedication to playing and representing K state. So, um, that's great. Um, but it it was about the same Alex Dalton's we've seen. Yeah. Okay. Running, uh, mediocre, to bad passing. Yeah, he completed 11 of a 17, but, I mean, they were all super safe. Yeah, one of them, well, a couple of them were really scary, actually, towards the end of the game. But, um, 
yeah, you can pretty much conclude it's a hundred percent health related because we were staying away from our comfort zone of the running quarterback game, and you know that just shows our desperation to that we had thirteen quarterback run design plays in the second half. It's just it's not great. I mean, but not great, Bob. <laughs> it did it did the job. Um, moving on and talk about the offensive line. I thought they had a solid game. Um, I, I will say. France overpowered their defensive ends a couple times, and one time he did it so badly that he got called, that, for, that he called for a hole. And it was yeah, the, the referees must have thought there is no way a guy can overmatch someone that hard. Uh, so they threw a flag. I actually think this might have been one of France's best games since that. Uh, what was it? Was it the Texas Bowl that we beat in them? Where he pocketed Miles yeah. Garrett. Uh, this might be one of his best games since then. I was going to mention that exact thing. That's pretty funny. He literally just killed this guy, put him on the ground, and they called a hold on him, and he was befuddled about that call because it was he did not. It, it was, was not perfect. even close to a hold. It, it was, was just a great, perfect. A great block, and he finished his block, and it was a bad call. Um, Alex Barnes, my guy. 22 carries, 117 yards, averages 5.3 and two touchdowns, and he goes over 1,000 yards. We're getting closer to our prediction, which I thought I was know. pretty bold at the beginning of the I season. I know. If he has two big games, he could get there to end the season. I hope so. Um, you know, a lot to say about Alex Barnes. And we're obviously He's, talking about the running backs now. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know that Alex Barnes is one of our running backs at this point, then I don't even know what to say to you. Um, Barnes is – our most reliable weapon, and I think he has been throughout the year. Um, and he's just tough. I love watching Alex Barnes run, especially when he gets going. He was had a great first half, actually, despite a pretty poor first half overall in, in general from K-State. Um, was averaging like 7.9 yards a carry at that point, and he's just a hell of a running back, and I hope – I hope we get to see him for one more year, but I'm not so sure we will. I'm not so sure either. So Saturday might be the last time folks get to see the Dragon Alex Barnes uh, play in Wildcat Purple at home. So When did that name come about? I have no idea, but I've seen it. And who has been tweeting it? Because I've seen I've it. I've seen Nick Lecky do it. Lecky, that's who's been yeah, tweeting it. Yeah, and he – I don't know. I think it actually, I think that's a legitimate nickname. I don't know. I'm into it. That's fine. But, yeah, so, you know, not only your seniors, but that might also be the last time you get to see Alex Barnes at, uh, at home as a K-State Wildcat. So be out, be sure to get out there and support. Uh, Dalvin Warmack, uh, he had one carry for five yards, one reception for seven yards. Guy's averaging over six yards a touch. I mean, it's almost over. I mean, he has two games left in his K-State career. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see him use the way we want him to, but um, it was solid. We're talking about running backs, so I thought we'd throw him in here. I want to talk about one specific play that not even one of his touchdowns, but that wildcat formation, fourth and two, literally the game on the line. You don't pick it up. It's done. We go Alex Barnes. He goes up the middle. He bounces it outside because it's not there. <laughs> and then and I'll be honest. I don't like this move, but it, it looked cool. He tried to hurdle – two KU guys and then yeah. the third one came in and just smashed them uh I don't like that I mean just put your head down you already had the yardage um but it is what it is but how gutsy he likes a would, good hurdle he does he loves a hurdle he likes to show <laughs> off it that he can jump but how gutsy not only was that play but just, just well, 
just his play overall because we, we talked about it. He was the only guy who had anything going in the first half. He got the two touchdowns. He made the biggest play, offensive play of the game, and picking up that fourth down. It's the 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 guy just couldn't be stopped. And this is the third time he's done it to KU, and he's a Kansas kid. So I I do think this really means a little bit more to him. Easily our offensive MVP for me throughout the season, and we will probably talk, probably give out some awards later after the season's over. But the dude is a baller, and um, somebody just tried to come in my front door. Um, no, I love Alex Barnes. He's he's just a workhorse, but he's a good back. He's got great vision. He's super strong, super super tough. Never complains. Um, just a great back. And if he is going to not come back next year we're going to seriously miss him but uh, I guess we can transition into the receivers Dalton Schoen led the Cats uh, with three receptions for 48 yards and he had a terrifying oh my god terrifying catch at the end of this at the end that was a really poor throw from Alex Dalton yeah, he threw a I dart mean, like just a it was a dart that like wasn't really it was just in the general of two players and Chowan came yeah. back and got himself in between the player yeah. and the ball thank god yeah and th that was massive I think we might have scored like maybe two plays later for the go-ahead touchdown um just amazing awareness and like props on Schoen for getting his head around and seeing that because there were a couple plays earlier that Delton either threw it too quick or wasn't on the same page where there might have been an okay throw, but it was just way too early and the wide receiver didn't get his head around. So Shona adjusts his entire route. I mean, if Alex just like lays it out there, he might be able to run under it and get a touchdown, but he comes back, he gets that reception, keeps the chains moving. And without that catch, I mean, maybe the game's over and we're, you know, not talking about a win. Um, so it was just a an overall gutsy. It was a great catch too with his hands. Catch. It was a, a pure hand catch that, you know. And also he had enough field awareness that when he came back for it, because he's running up the boundary, not stepping out of bounds. He steps out of bounds. That's a penalty. Yeah. Good play. So, yeah, good play. Um, Isaiah Zuber, he had two catches for 26 yards. Both of them were third down convention or con uh, conversions, and that made him number two in yards for the game. But he did not play at all in the first, like, quarter. And then he barely played – at all rest of the game. I mean, he was still maybe the fifth or sixth wide receiver used. When Bill was asked about it, he just said, it was my decision. So, once again, Bill's just being a prick. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I don't know. I would just – and I mean, this I is obvious. I assume it was a suspension. This is obviously speculation, but I assume that Zuber's in the doghouse for something that rubbed Bill the wrong way. But his first – play that he got on the that he saw the field was a catch on third down for a first down it was like 15 yard gain or something like that and it's just frustrating it's starting I mean I don't know I don't know if Zuber broke team rules then whatever it then could change be, the rules it, so he can play <laughs> I, sure it could be justified I don't know the story but it's I'm starting to get some concerned that we're not going to return any players next year like yeah I would be like you only have 69 scholarship players some of them are going to graduate and i think the rest are going to transfer i'd really just like it just i'm i'm concerned that players are not happy at k-state and certain players are going to be run off it just seems that way um it's happened in the past recently and it looks like it could be happening again um but we don't know we don't know we don't know who's going to be head coach next season anyway so let's just 
we can dive into that stuff way later. But uh, yeah. Mr. Gill had three receptions for twenty-two yard and twenty-two yards and Reuter. He had a catch. Or is it Reuter? It's Reuter. Yeah. Sorry, catch. Reuter had a catch as well. Um, overall, wide receivers still mm. meh. Meh. Pretty. And that's being nice. Yeah. Um, but you know our our uh, game plan was more focused on quarterback run game, especially in the second half. But we just don't have a great wide receiver unit. Um, but the guys stepped up and made plays when they had to, so we've yep. got to give them credit there. Um, we can okay. talk about some D some D yeah. now. Yeah, White, White Hubert, four tackles, one sack. You know, another great performance by him. Chase Johnston, he had three tackles and a sack out of that jet package. He wears number 13. Yeah. Big old white guy, so that's always fun to see. Joe Davis had four tackles on the defensive line. Trey Deshaun, Reggie Walker. They both got one tackle on the – or, yeah, got a tackle on the defensive uh, line. I thought they played an, a relatively decent game when you and I both talked about how great KU's, um, you know, running attack might be. You had to get push on the offensive line. So, they might not have made all those tackles, but they sure just bottled up KU's running attack and got pressure on their quarterback. So, I, you know, I, I don't think I can say too much negatives about the defensive ends or the, the defensive line uh, as a whole. I mean, we, we know they're not going to be sack machines. Uh, we've accepted that. But for what they are, I think they played a pretty good game. I think you summed it up pretty well. And I think that our defensive line has really grown into the year. Um, they started fairly slowly um, after the South Dakota game. That was probably our best unit that game the defensive line but after that they struggled a bit for a little stretch and they've grown into the season and become at least found more of an identity um the linebackers also i would say have found an identity in themselves especially justin hughes i think he's grown to be our best linebacker he didn't have the best stats um of the day out of the linebackers yesterday but he is looking like he could be a big 12 caliber linebacker he's he swarms to the ball. He plays with energy. He plays with looks like what looks like enthusiasm to me, which is something you know people seem to think that K State hasn't been doing lately. Patton also played pretty well. He had seven tackles and a pass breakup. But we've struggled at linebacker. We struggled all year everywhere due to injuries, and he's really stepped up. And I I appreciate the man. Yep, and then I, I forgot to m- mention for the defensive lineman, Boom Massey did recover that fumble on that absolutely hilarious play by Bender, uh, <laughs> bottling it as KU's going down trying to win the game. So, Boom Massey, shout out to you for recovering that fumble. But yeah, you said it exactly right. Justin Hughes, he had five tackles. Three of them were for a loss. I think he had a sack. The guy was all over the place. And Daquan Patton was just on another level as well. And then the PA guy at K-State twice said Alex Dalton with the tackle. Like, come on, bro. You've been doing this all season. That was just – that was a bad look. Just Bush League. Just Bush a Bush League, league game. <laughs> yeah, it was. In um, all aspects. We'll get into the secondary. As a whole, I think they played all right. Uh, they did give up quite a few uh, yards and of some big plays to KU. Um, A.J. Parker had seven tackles, one pass defended. Kendall Adams, who actually played some linebacker at times yesterday, actually. I don't know if you saw that, but he was creeping down the linebacker spot. Had five tackles. Uh, Lance Robinson, true freshman, four tackles, one pass defended. I think he needs to be on uh, red shirt watch. I think if he played the final two games, he would burn his red shirt. 
So let's hope that doesn't happen because I would still like a full four years for this kid. Uh, Goolsby, McPherson, both three tackles apiece. They were the ones playing safety a lot, especially when Kendall Adams crept down. Eli Walker had one tackle, but I was shocked. He did not play much, and I'm hoping that's because McPherson has turned into such a player uh, and not Walker being in any sort of trouble. Uh, but that made me sad because everyone knows I'm a big Reggie Walker guy. Eli Walker. Or Eli Walker. I like Reggie Walker too, but I did not see Walker really at all. I what I, I noticed McPherson far more. Um Lance Robertson loved watching him play. He had some crucial pass breakups on the last drive for KU. Um Parker with seven tackles, but he was targeted a lot. He kind of struggled a bit. Um I don't have much to add though about the secondary. Not great, but you know, they they did, did what they had to us. when they needed to. I'll tell you. What almost cost us, though. Special effing teams. Good Lord. I mean. Woof. Woof. Uh, I don't know what it is. Actually, I'm pretty sure I do know what it is. But Woof. Um, the coaching is just not good enough. And credit to Bill. He said he took the blame this week. He said, that's on me. I don't have him prepared. It's my fault. But it's just... Ugh. The only bright spot out of that was Mr. Ankle, who was dropping dimes in the punting game. But, I mean, we just, we're afraid to return the ball now. Yeah. Return game is in shambles. We only, out of all the punts and kickoffs, we <laughs> only had one return, and that was and that was for 12 yards. Philip, Philip Brooks was is the new return guy. And he, like I said, fair catch all but one thing that we fielded. He muffed another one. And then on a, uh, and, and I will say this, Landry Weber did recover a muffed punt by KU, so uh, that's cool. But then we had that opening kickoff in the second half. Oh my god! As well, just no. I mean, so I just said something good about Landry Weber. He was just watching that ball, just hit. You can never let a kickoff hit the ground. You can't because no. here's the thing: almost all kickoffs have enough hang time nowadays that the guys are going to be there. The ball's going to bounce around. You don't know what's going to happen. That was absolutely shambolic way to start the half. Then we had two running into the kicker penalties. What? Just so, just on the return game as a whole, it's just shocking how poor it's been the entire season. And yesterday was no different. I don't know how you can possibly come out of halftime against your in-state rival after a poor half and be that switched off that you allow them to that you let a, a kickoff hit the ground and let them recover it. I mean, that's just And we weren't even close to recovering that. That's just way. mental preparation coming out of halftime. I mean, you cannot be switched off like that. You've got to be it's just it's really really poor. Um there's really two highlights. I guess the Landry Weber uh, recovered muff punt by KU and then we did force did force a fumble on a KU uh, kickoff return, but it led to nothing. We didn't get anything out of it, so just really, really poor. Um, kicking, bad snaps again, plaguing us, uh, cost us points. Hicks missed a 53-yard field goal. He just didn't have the leg. It was actually looked like it was on target. Maybe was a bit to the right. But but props for Bill for actually going for it, and then he also went for it on fourth down. Um, I know folks, you know, he probably won't get the credit for doing those things because they weren't successful. But you know what? I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I roasted Bill, roasted him um, last week for not sacking up. Uh, he went, he, it bit him twice on the negative end, but it is what it is. So I'm, I'm happy he went for it. 
Um, I just hope, you know, Lynch can get his leg healthier so he can be the one trying to boot those next year. Um, Lynch did hit all three extra points. But, again, another bad snap, another bad hold, something that we went like a decade without seeing. So that's very disappointing. Three in the last two games. Yeah, it's not good. Um, Sean Snyder needs to be answering for these things. Um, Just not doing a very good job coaching the special teams right now. It's probably because he's too busy making Ankdol into a stud. That could be true. I mean, he's an all-world punter. He had four phenom punts, 45-yard average. Long was 61, and then he dropped a perfect little end-over-end punt to uh, inside the five-yard line. Well, it was like inside the two. It was amazing. And – I guess I want to know what was going on early on the season, why he hasn't been punting all season. Uh, he might have had – Probably know, didn't wear his uh, hair cap yeah, in practice. Or had an exposed tattoo or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, that is what it is. Um, we're going to – what's up, Cole? Here, say hi to the boneheads. Cole just woke up. What up, boneheads? That's Good. Cole, and that's his I actual voice. Um so we'll grade the four keys to V real quick. The first one we had, this was one of yours. Uh, enjoy yourself. What would you give? I was thinking about this earlier, and it's like, I don't know necessarily how to grade this because it's really subjective. I mean. I'm going to be subjective. I know they that you'll say C- it was bad, but it's like. The only reason they get a C- minus is because they had fun right at the end. It's silly, I think, because who are we to say that these players aren't enjoying themselves just because they're not showing outward enthusiasm? I don't I don't know what that even really means, but I'll say because of Mo Bamba at the end, they were getting loose and they got a victory, that it will be a B-. minus. All right, that's fair. Uh, the next one, don't give KU any hope, F. <laughs> yeah. F. I mean... It was. They, it wasn't only hope. They thought they were going to win that. I thought we were going to lose for sure. Yeah. So I I give it an F. Um, or no, I'll give it a D minus because we won. I mean, because I said don't give them hope because if they do, they'll find a way to win. Well, we did win, so it's a D minus. All right, number three. Don't lose because of special teams. D minus because we won. By definition, I cannot give it an F because we did not lose the game, but it was as bad as possible, so a D minus. The final one, have the better running backs. I'm going to give this an A plus because Alex Barnes far and away was better. Uh, Puka Williams had 59 yards on 14 carries. Herbert had 53 on 10, so they ended up Almost with equal production between those two, but Alex Barnes far and away was the much better running back, and the defense did a great job of containing those two guys. Yeah, A plus. Alex Barnes is an absolute baller. I love him. Didn't see. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't too impressed with Puka Williams. He he wasn't. He wasn't the club-footed phenom that I was expecting. Well, you could tell on that run that got. Well, both of those guys had two more, two of the biggest plays of. The game, and we'll touch on it real quick because uh, because there's no other spot to talk about. So KU trying to ice out the game, two massive seventy yard runs, both called back for holding calls, uh, and Huber and Puka Williams showed why they're so dangerous on those plays. But then the freaking bonehead eighty eight for KU, I literally saw it when it happened. So whenever a flag gets thrown, I instantly am looking at the flag. I'm not watching the rest of the play. I see this dumbass number eighty eight for KU. Literally, he picks up the flag, jogs to the twenty, and drops it, and then kicks it. And and it just, I, 
I'm just like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think they're going to be like, oh yeah, uh, the holding happened on the 20 yard line? Like, people loved that. <laughs> I well, and that finally yeah. got like the K State crowd into it. I mean, because up until that point, it was still kind of a stale crowd, and then that you know started hyping everyone up. So, I mean, whatever. I'm kidding. I would love to have Puka Williams on our team. He's obviously good. Um, yeah. That's so, yeah. basically wraps up our game review. We can talk about uh, we'll do game balls, but as always, those are sponsored by yes, my bookie. Use car- promo code armchair for one hundred percent match up to a thousand dollars when you open a new account. Game balls, everyone knows how it goes. You can go offense, then defense, and then swagger sticker, and you can substitute a special teams player for one of your game balls. Grant, you go first. Who has your first game ball? I'm stealing it. Offensive game ball goes to Alex Barnes. The man deserves it. He has been our best offensive player this year. He's a hell of a running back, one of the best that we've seen come through K-State, and that's saying a lot. That's true. Um, I'm going to go – this is two game balls in two weeks for him. Enkel's getting uh, another game ball. Uh, Just great punter. Um, There wasn't another guy who did enough on offense to stand out to go against the – you know, rocket leg. So he gets my game ball. Grant, who's getting your second game ball? Defensive game ball goes to freshman Lance Robinson. He had four tackles and a crucial pass breakup on the last drive that if he did not get a hand on that ball, he probably would have scored a touchdown or it would have been a massive play inside the five or ten. I'm going with Justin Hughes for my game ball. Um, three tackles for a loss, just all over the place. Um, I think he is our best linebacker. Daquan Patton, honorable mention. Who's getting your swagger sticker? Grant? I can't repeat anything that you did. You, you, no, you. So you can't give two awards to the same person. Okay. You can give. Okay, a, okay, yeah. Okay. It's funny that I still don't know the rules after doing this for an entire season. Uh, my swag sticker goes to Justin. Who Justin Hughes flying to the ball, excited. He's playing good football right now. I really like him. He's my favorite linebacker by far. Big my, fan. My swagger sticker goes to whoever decided to play Mo Bamba after we recovered that punt. Good call. Um, you know, the players started getting hyped. The student section started getting hyped. Uh, young alumni started getting hyped. And then all the old people were like, what is going on? Um, so it, it was a great scene. Loved it. Loved Mo Bamba. It's a great song. Everyone got hyped. Um, so props to whoever decided to play that song. More songs from today please yeah we want more mo bamba um so uh we're done with football we're gonna quickly touch on kennesaw state the k-state kennesaw state game um you know hopefully relatively quickly because i'm trying to be on the road to listen to mitchell to listen or uh, call the first quarter of the chiefs game so we'll, we'll talk about it. it was a 56-14 win uh all in all pretty ugly game xavier sneed didn't play ankle injury um we held kennesaw state to 41 points only shooting 32.7 uh, percent before we get negative how great is this k-state team defense it's excellent um it's probably one of the best in the country and it's what makes playing k-state so horrible is our team defense um that's what got us to the elite eight run i mean we absolutely locked down marcus foster and we made a very talented, a team that out-talented us by a decent gap, Kentucky, in their own backyard, really struggled to score points. So that is our greatest strength. We're going to have games where we shoot like this, which is scary. We had them last year, and, you know, 
they cost us games. But I think that our team, you're going to have to score on us. I mean, you're going to have to have a great shooting game against K-State to beat them, especially at home. So um, it's encouraging. I don't think we're going to shoot that poorly for the rest of the year. Um, we're a better shooting team than that. I'll just say that. Yep. Speaking of shooting, we shot only 41.7 from the field, which includes one for 13 from three. Um, that is concerning because we did not shoot well in the exhibition game. Um, so hopefully the game versus Denver, 8 p.m. on Monday, changes that. We are five from 11 from the free throw line, which, again, is frustrating. But I just think, you know, hopefully it turns around. They improved throughout the year. We started slow last yeah. year. So And by the end of the year, you know, most guys were hitting their free throw shots. So Trice um, could probably get in the gym a little bit. Well, and you know what? It, it was funny. He misses his first two free throws to start the game. Then he misses his third in a row. The fans start cheering, you know, you know, which I thought was okay. I mean, good, encouraging the guy. But it didn't really die down. But he shot it with a little bit of background noise, made it, missed the his next one. <laughs> cheers start again. So I think that the fans we need just, to just yeah. start clapping and cheering for him as he's going to the free throw line. I agree. Or we should get like a – applause track and just when he's walking oh, yeah. up just hit the button and then we'll get a nice applause track and get him going um we out rebound i'm loving watching us rebound well yeah and here, i think that is, goes to trice i mean 12 rebounds dude, in he's, 16 minutes he's crazy Whew. <laughs> he's Whew. a ball of energy um I love it. 42 to 29 14 offensive re- rebounds um trice is everything he's advertised to be he's an excellent excellent rebounder um and he's just I like watching him play. He's always playing with a smile, and he's always busting his ass out there. So, um, Also, you know, our other guys are rebounding well, too. I mean, Dean grabbed eight. Dean and Mac. Mac, Mac six. If we can get that line from Mac, what it was, he had like 13 and eight. 14, I, I, I think. Uh, yeah, no, 13, yeah. That's pretty so, solid yeah, contribution I'll take from, it. I'll take from it. Maywin, and if we can get that throughout the season, I'd probably take it. Um, yep, the starters with uh, X out was Jada. Brown, Wade, Mack, and Stokes. So I mean, it so is we what held it out. Is. We held out Sneed, obviously, with a precautionary ankle injury. I'm not necessarily worried about that not one worried. either. Um, not worried. Um, let's just wrap this up in like 60 seconds. You ready? Guards yep. not great. Only guard that really played well was Barry Brown, and that was due to his defense. Um, people well, are getting sco- after. I mean, he scored 15 points. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I mean, you said only due to his defense. Four steals. I mean, a lot of those were like that's true transition, transition buckets. We look really, really good in transition. Yeah, I do Holy love shit. our transition game. Um, that was probably our biggest offensive strength was our transition. Um, people were shitting on Cam quite a bit, which is like, yeah, he played pretty poor, but he wasn't the only guard that did not really contribute. Um, I'd still like to see more from Stokes. He's a senior. He's given the ball away pretty cheaply. That's what bothers me the most. It's not his scoring. Um, that's really all that bothers me from him. Um, my girl looks a little uncomfortable out there right now. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that was I a little. I think he'll grow into the season, um, but he just doesn't look right. I don't know what it is. And I'm not worried about Jada. I mean, he's not always going to be. The brewmaster? Giving, yeah, the brewmaster. Um, he's not always going to give you a ton of points. Um that that's just not necessarily his game. There'll be some games that he does. I'm not worried. I and honestly, I'm not worried about any of it. It's still you still. It was a 15 point win when you played horrible. 
Yeah. I, 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 it's still, and it's also still the first game. Um, I'd like to see something better versus Denver, and I'd really like to win that uh, Paradise Jam Classic, even though no one's going to be able to watch it. That is so stupid. Um, yeah, it is stupid. So I, I still would like to see us win that. So that's when I'll start getting a little bit more uh, intent and worried if we struggle there. But Yeah, we need to actually – we need to win that. Yeah. If we want to be anything this season. Especially since Missouri got dicked by Iowa State. So it's like not a ton of talent in that tournament. True. Very true. Next game, 8 p.m. on Monday versus Denver. You can watch it in the same places that we said last time, Fox yeah. Sports, Kansas City, or ESPN3, depending on where you're at. Um, shout out to the crowd. They look pretty good. Dude, so I, I was there. Uh, great crowd. I think they said 11,300. So, you know, only about a thousand short of a sellout. The students came, they got loud. The alumni were there. Um, just a great overall crowd. Um, you know, and I, I like that. That's, Granted, that is I, important. I'm not, go- I'm not going to be there on Monday. I can't make Monday games. Um, I did sell my tickets. So someone will be in my spot. Uh, but I, I, I just can't make Monday games, so I'll be watching from home. Um, we'll we'll both be active on Twitter. We haven't plugged our Twitter handles in a while. Make sure you follow <laughs> us individually, Grant we underscore KSU, Scott Wildcat, and then the Bosco's Boys, no spaces, no apostrophes on Twitter. Um, we'll be active during the basketball season on our individual accounts, and then we'll be uh, – once we're done doing both football and basketball, we'll get back to answering questions soon. And those can always be submitted using hashtag AskBosco and being sent to the Bosco's Boys account. Um, I don't have anything else. Um, Grant, do you have anything before we – Oh, actually, I'm a big fat liar. We have to pick – where is it? We have to pick the winner of some tickets. Uh Oh, Oh, actually, that's a lie. I'm not connected to the (laughs) Wi-Fi. And I can't pull up the spreadsheet of boneheads. Um, I'm connected, but I can't for well. Here, we're gonna pause well, I, real no, quick. I can pull it up on my phone. Okay, Grant, you can pull t- it up on my phone. I'm gonna ju- talk. Just about talk how to the boneheads. I want to give a shout out to the cats for beating KU. It's the tenth straight year. Um, it is important to beat KU, and I know we have been shitting on people that put way too much stock into beating KU. I think it is kind of silly, um, but. It's important to keep that streak going. I was pretty apathetic throughout that entire game until it got to the end, and losing was an actual reality, and they were driving, and I was getting nervous. I was starting to sweat a little bit, and the crowd got going, and I was, you know, I was like, dude, I do not want to lose this game. It's going to suck losing to KU, the worst KU team. Actually, it's probably the best KU team in 10 years, playing the worst K-State team in 10 years, and they still couldn't do it. So... Shout out to the players. I know it's important to you guys. You need something to celebrate. Um, it's been a while since we've won. Not a whole lot to celebrate this season, but, you know, that's my filling time. All right, so this, to everyone who wasn't paying attention, this is to folks who got Kansas trivia questions, right? The winners of these will get two K-State versus Vanderbilt tickets in the Sprint Center. Grant, give me numbers between oh, 1 shit. and 39. I will give you 32 for Dean Wade. 32 is actually Bonehead Bonehead A Crawford under 14. A Crawford 
You're going to K-State Vanderbilt. Shout out to A. Crawford. All right, What's and then next? one more number, same same I'm panel. So, this is how stupid I am. I almost said 32 for Justin Hughes. <laughs> um, I'll give, mm, let's see here. How about 34 for Alex Barnes? Well, and that is S.L. Keck. He oh, had gosh. the most entries in here, uh, but S.L. Keck, he too is going to K-State Vanderbilt. Uh, boys, congratulations. Boneheads, thank you so much. I love you guys all unconditionally. Uh, thanks for joining us on this ride. And before we sign off, Scott did leave, but I forgot to mention this, and he would totally back me in saying this as well. Um, we want to give a shout-out to Ian Campbell and his wife, Kasha. Their baby boy has spent the last couple of weeks in the pediatric ICU and is thankfully on his way to recovery. Ian is a friend of the show, and he's a great wildcat. Uh, just send some positive thoughts and support his way if you can because he and his wife are good people and they could use it in this trying time. There is a GoFundMe that you can find on our Twitter page. Go check it out. Every last dollar helps them out with medical expenses. So go do it. Give him some support. Give some give some positive thoughts and some love over at to Ian Campbell. Um, Ian, we're thinking about you, buddy. Meet me at the Cathead. Wildcats. 11th play of the drive. Oh. The screen passes in and out of the hands of Bender. K-State trying to fall on it. And the Wildcats will do just that and put a seal on what will be their 10th straight win in this rivalry. But a big win for K-State and for Bill Snyder. 16-year-old. Bitch! They try to take it to town. I got hoes calling a young nigga phone. Where's Ollie with the motherfucking dog? Bitch, I be ballin' like a motherfucking pro.
Network.